0: Welcome to the Newsmakers Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell, and this is a show where we go behind the headlines every day to bring you an interview with a pastor, entertainer, politician, or other notable news figure. And this is a show again, it's daily, but it's based on our weekly TV show, which is also called Newsmakers. You can watch it on the CBN news channel and also on our YouTube page. And on this show every day, we dive deep. It's a little more longer form with one of the people who you will often see on our newsmaker show or across the CBN news platforms. On today's newsmakers the owner of a christian coffee shop in colorado says his business and ministry have been under constant attack from communists and lgbtq protesters now these individuals have apparently and allegedly sought his establishment's closure Jamie Sanchez, the founder of the Drip Cafe and Recycle God's Love, joins CBN News and newsmakers to talk all about what his organization has been facing. With no further ado, here is Jamie Sanchez. Jamie, you launched the Drip Cafe and you were with us a few months back talking about a really crazy situation surrounding the cafe uh, where the Denver communists and other groups, LGBTQ groups and individuals have been protesting your presence there in the community but before we get into that and what's been going on on both the negative and the positive side of things tell us a little bit about the drip cafe
1: yeah uh, the drip cafe is a basically an idea from our project where we're helping homeless people uh get out of homelessness to, to break the chains that are holding them down with homelessness one of those important areas is to have a real job, to build a resume, to get work experience, uh, to get used to socializing in a normal setting and stuff like that. So the Drip Cafe was kind of handed to us from God in a way to uh, be a part of that project so that we can uh, just integrate into the Denver community and actually hire people in our project to get them that
0: real life work experience uh, through the Drip Cafe. So you're giving people who are experiencing homelessness a chance at all the things you just mentioned. What have you seen? Obviously, when we first connected, you were relatively newly open. You were dealing with all of the protests and the chaos. We'll get into that in a minute. But what are some of the ways that you've seen God work through helping the homeless and what you've been doing there at the cafe?
1: Yeah, uh, honestly, it has been wild, and God always surprises me in the the interesting ways that he brings blessings to people. Uh, but from the very basic things is we do have homeless people who just walk in the cafe, you know, needing a cup of water or something, and we are able to chat with them, get to know their name, hear their story, pray with them, bless them. Sometimes, you know, we will feed them or we'll, you know, have them, you know, do some sort of task, you know, they come in asking like, Hey, can we wash your windows? And they got their whole window set up. we're like, yeah, you you know, wash your windows, we'll give you burrito whatever, you know, just like, just try to bless them. And so in those simple ways, we're able to just bless people who walk in. Right. And that's, uh, not just the homeless people, but that's the community around that area on the Santa Fe Art District. Uh, just regular customers are coming in that are having hardships that we're able to pray with and bless and just kind of get to know their story. But in addition to that, there's, since we've been getting so much negative attention on the Drip Cafe, it's been bringing also positive attention to people who see what we're doing with um, Project Revive is what it's called, where we're, you know, trying to help the homeless community get out of homelessness. So it's bringing support, um, which is really what is helping this project. Uh, become what we're envisioning uh, through this negative attention essentially we're being able to bless the homeless community more now uh, with with that so
0: yeah and you know it's interesting because the negative attention let's talk about that for a minute. you guys opened up and you got this shop and this is a business that is also serving the community. I mean you are there to reach people, to help people rebuild their lives, but there are groups of people and individuals who do not want you there. And the protests that had started that we talked about back in August when you were on the show, you know, this hasn't stopped. Usually a protest, you know, people kind of tuck her out, they stop doing it at some point, they kind of move on. The protests continue. Tell us a little bit about what do the protests look like and what is it that they're so upset about?
1: yeah it is interesting uh and i think that's why we can definitely um identify that it's a spiritual warfare going on uh because by now they should realize they're not affecting us the way that they thought they would they their their goal is very clear uh it's it's on their site it's on their posters they want to shut us down by you know, ruining as much business as possible so that we can't pay rent. That's their goal, right? So they want us out of there in that way. So they show up on their uh, protest day and they come with, you know, posters saying that we hate gay people, saying that we exploit homeless people, um, you know, making up all kinds of lies, saying I'm a mega church, you know, and like all these kinds of this these things that aren't even true and have no backing. Um, you know, and how, so, how
0: often do they show up? Sorry to interrupt, but how often are they there protesting?
1: Yeah, they come once a month now still since the day <laughs> we've opened in, back in June 2023. They've come, they used to come uh, weekly and then now they're just coming once a month um, and they show up and they protest during the busiest hour on the busiest
0: day of the, the month, essentially. And when they show up to protest, how many of them are there and what does that protest look like? Is it yelling? Is it silent? I mean, just take us through those, you know, elements.
1: Yeah, the the numbers vary. Um, they seem to be getting weaker. It seems, or maybe it's just too cold for them to be outside. I don't know. It's really cold over here in Denver right now. Like getting towards the ten degree area sometimes. So, they, you know, could be anywhere from five, ten. There was thirty at one point. So. It just really varies on how many people they can get riled up for that month. Uh, yeah, they, sound, they stand outside with a blow horn and they're screaming. If a customer tries to walk in the door that just is a regular person trying to come in, they will scream in the blow horn and say, don't go in there, don't go in there, like and sk- literally scare them from even wanting to come into the cafe, even though they have no idea what's going on. They just like scare people and they're, you know, handing out flyers with a ton of misinformation with like my picture on it, you know, accusing me of certain things. They've even actually um, gone as far as attacking me personally and saying that I'm using my my late wife's death as a tool to get people to feel sorry for me. And it's like they're getting very personal with it. Um, and, you know.
0: What is that? What What is? Okay, so. We have to stop there and address that because you're a widower, right? You've, you've lost your wife yeah, and that's obviously a very personal thing. And I've, I've seen those critiques. I've seen those things that have been brought up as I've researched this story and looked at it. What is that like for you as a believer, as a human being for that sort of thing to be brought into this conversation?
1: Well, um, I would have to say I'm a liar if I was to say it didn't hurt at all. I mean, if anybody says anything about that kind of situation, it hurts a little bit. But for me, it's also a confirmation of how powerful my testimony is that Christ has given me through my life, that the enemy would try to pull that out and use it as a tool against me. You know, so the fact that he would pull that out and use it as a tool against, it just confirms to me that that part of my testimony is actually one of the things that has made me the strongest and has, you know, made my ministry as strong as it has through Christ uh, because that's how Christ works, you know? So yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, but the other thing is God has sustained me from day one since that has happened, you know, since that tragedy. And I have two young daughters, you know what I mean? That we're, we're here when she passed away and, actually you know great things happened in 2023 as well where um i actually just got engaged so so that's you know, just a new part of of the story god is doing you know god just doesn't stop but that's an that's the enemy trying to pluck at you know hurts in my life and he can't win you know jesus already
0: won so so <clears throat> they're there you know, yelling at people, allegedly being grumpy, you know, not wanting people to come in. What what was it about Drip and about the cafe being there and about you and about all this in your view that created this need in their eyes to be protesting? Was there something specific they've pointed to, um, you know, your ideology, something you believe?
1: Yeah, so on... So the the Drip Cafe, it's its its own business, right? That is owned by Recycle God's Love. And so basically on not anything having to do with the Drip Cafe, but if they find their way to recycle God's love, there's a mission statements page, you know, or not mission statements, uh, our beliefs, right? And so on our beliefs, we state quite a few scriptures of what we believe, what we think the Bible States and what is true and that we stand on those things. And um, one of the dozens of things that are on there is something about, you know, man being with woman and, you know, homosexuality being a sin. That is a scripture being quoted. That is not, you know, us as an organization making up what we think is right or wrong. It is a scripture from the Bible. So in all reality, um, this Denver communist group is going against the Bible, not against the drip cafe or Jamie Sanchez. They are literally mad at what the scripture says. And because I don't want to take what scripture says off of my website, they want me to go away. Essentially.
0: You know, it's, it's interesting that this has, has gone on, you know, for so long now, and yet you've been able to continue. I imagine though despite continuing on and you've seen all these amazing things this probably hurts business I would imagine in some way when people are posting things online when they're showing up and I mean who wants to walk into something where they're being you know where there's people protesting so talk a little bit about the the impact it's had in the negative sense and then I want to talk a little bit more about how you've seen God work
1: yeah I mean it's it's her business when they come in they they have strategically come in on the busiest day of the month um it's called the art walk on Santa Fe district. So what they do is the whole block kind of pulls out art stuff and, you know, everybody walks all the galleries on the street. So it's the busiest day of the month. And in past years, before we took that cafe over, um, that was the month. That was the day that keeps, you know, you afloat essentially keeps you out of the red, I guess you would say. And so with that day being affected, it, it has hurt. Um, it it fluctuates every month, but that's definitely been taking an impact on our sales for sure.
0: What would you say, you know, when it comes to your persistence, you stay there, you remain there. Um, A lot of other people might say, you know what? I'm folding up shop here. I know God called me here, but he'll call me somewhere else. I'm moving on. And they might sort of take matters into their own hands rather than, you know, relying on, on his call. What keeps you saying to yourself and to those you're helping there, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep persisting and staying here regardless of what they say and do.
1: You know, I just, I just trust God so much. He's done so many things in my life to prove to me that I can trust him. And for me, the cafe is not mine. I don't really see it as my cafe. I don't see it as recycle. God's love cafe. I see it as God's cafe. So he gave it to us if he wants it to go away then he'll make it go away but you know the door that God opens no man may shut so if that door is going to be open to his will it's going to be open so I really don't worry about um, it being shut down because I just trust that whatever happens it's it's always part of his will and as long as me and the staff and you know the volunteers with recycle God's love do things with integrity and we're lifting all things up to God then We don't really have anything to worry about, you know,
0: what, what has inspired you the most? Because, you know, in the midst of dealing with all that, you're trying to run, you know, this business and you're seeing homeless people come in, I imagine work for you. Also, as you said, coming in off the street, you're helping them in different ways. Maybe there are particular stories, maybe it's something more general, but what has been the most inspirational piece of this puzzle to just watch it all unfold since June?
1: Well, The coolest part is, so we actually are finally getting towards the position where we can hire someone and make the program work the way we want it to with the drip cafe aspect. And, um, that's taken, that's taken a lot of work and the, you know, Denver communist protests had slowed that down. You know, we planned on, you know, hiring our first person for the project a while back, but. Because business has been so like hard to stabilize through the protests and everything. It took us a longer time than we thought. But we're actually getting to the point where we're going to be able to hire someone on. And that's a pretty big deal. Like we're, we're going to be able to take someone who essentially is, you know, they're hopeless. They feel like no one cares about them. No one loves them they don't think anybody wants to know their name even half the time people are afraid to shake your hand half the time when they're homeless cuz they they think that there's a stigma that you know the general population you know puts on them and makes them feel like so we we're, we're able to we're going to be able to just pull them out of that show them that you know Christ loves them they they Christ gives more chances you know that's what God's all about is grace And it's like, here is your next chance. Like, let's do this. Let's take it seriously. We're going to pull you out. We're going to help you with mental health things. We're going to help you stay sober. We're going to give you that job and help you get used to being back, you know, in front of people and get that service, you know, mentality going and saving money and like just just all the real life things it takes to just be a part of society, you know, cause it's, you know, it's, it's difficult just to be a normal person, you know, whatever a normal person is. I don't know. I'm not one, but
0: it's like, <laughs> nobody is
1: <laughs> right. So it's like, it's just hard <clears throat> to just get by. We want to give them those tools for a fresh start. And we're finally getting to the point where we can do that. And, um, it's just, it's an amazing moment for us to, to be on the brink of. So.
0: Well, that is incredible. And if there are people out there who want to support your mission and maybe they don't live in Denver, they're not near you, how can they find out more about what you're doing and support you?
1: Yeah. So, recyclegodslove.com is where all of our information is about our ministry, about Project Revive, which is where we're helping them out of the homeless situation. Um, There's, you know, you could always link over to. Uh, See any of the the videos and stuff that we're we're working on Um, You could also, you know donate through there We're definitely asking for people to help support the project revive coming up because that's gonna take a lot of a lot of support To to get people um, off the street and just really break all the chains that are holding them down. So yeah
0: Well, I appreciate you taking the time updating us. We'll continue to check in with you as as time goes on hopefully Uh, you know, some of this continues to temper as we move forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate
0: it. That's all for today's Newsmakers podcast. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of the show and also head over to the CBN News YouTube channel and the CBN News channel to watch Newsmakers every week. We'll see you soon.